You've worked hard for your savings. It's time your savings starts working harder for you. With Millibank, you can do just that. When you open a savings account or JARS, you'll earn Millie's highly competitive annual percentage yield. But that's not all. Millie believes banking shouldn't cost you a thing. That's why Millie offers complete peace of mind with no fees, no minimums, and is member FDIC insured. It's all part of Millie's mission to help you save more for the things that matter most. So why wait? Download the Millie Bank app today. Are you ready to start living richer? Well, you've come to the right place. Welcome to the Live Richer podcast, hosted by Jamie Catmull, a podcast created for people to challenge and manage their ideas of wealth, culture, and money across the world, bringing you the best personal finance advice to make more, save more, and live richer. Now, here's your host, Jamie Catmull. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Live Richer podcast. I'm your host, Jamie Catmull, and I have a really fun show for us today. I have the head of Bass Bank and savings expert, Morgan Gray. Welcome, Morgan. Thank you. It's so great to be here. Thank you so much for having me on, and I'm really excited to talk about this topic. So, Morgan, how are you going to help us save going into this next year and to meet some of our savings goals? You know, a lot of people, when it comes to savings, money, they feel like they don't have the ability to save money. They're in that mindset where I don't make enough money. I'm living paycheck to paycheck. How can I possibly save money when I can hardly even pay my bills? What are some tips you would give those people? Yeah. So um, I think that's a really common sentiment in America. Um, And I work in this world all the time, but the information that's out there can be really overwhelming. So the first thing I would say is just get started. It's always a good time to save, set some small goals. And as you start to see yourself get a little bit closer and start to see yourself earning small bits of interest on your savings, it's motivating to keep on kind of moving forward um, and keep on contributing more. Um, One thing that I like to recommend is um, kind of breaking down your budget into a rule called 50, 30, 20. So 50% of your budget should be on things that you need. 30% on things that you want so that you can sort of live your life to the fullest right now. If you like to go out to eat, you know, you don't really have to deprive yourself. And then 20% should be for savings. And that's so that you can live your life to the fullest in the future. So you're kind of investing in yourself. You're keeping your money. You're paying yourself. um, And that's going to help you a lot with reaching your savings goals. If you are really on a tight budget and you don't have a lot of time Um, or you don't have a lot of extra money, just put aside whatever you can, set it up to auto pay. And, um, you know, you won't really miss it because you won't feel like you're um, deliberately contributing to this. When it's on auto pay and automatically comes out of your paycheck, it will just, you're paying yourself automatically. Set it up to take 20% out or $20 out even. So Morgan, so do you think we should put them into separate bank accounts? Is that something you think would be a good idea? I mean... Here I get my paycheck. I put it, it goes into my one, my regular checking account. So then I just set up one savings account. Do I set up two sev- savings accounts? How do I do this? Yeah. So I'm really glad you asked that because I definitely recommend putting um, something in a different bank account. If you don't have a savings account, just open one. Get started with it. 
Um, but I also sometimes recommend putting your savings in a different um, bank account or even a different bank than where you do your day-to-day banking. So um, if you just have something automatically going to a different bank, that money is still there. You're not losing it. You can go and log in and check on it every single day, but you're not going to be tempted to spend it. Okay. So have you had a personal experience yourself when it comes to savings? What are some things you're doing right now? And yeah. have you ever had a savings goal that you met, Morgan, and then it went really well? Or, I mean, I'm just trying to, like, can you give me a personal experience around that? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I bought a house about three years ago, and I saved really intensely and cut out a lot of um, sort of the the fun and frills and didn't go out to eat as much, didn't buy myself as many new clothes that year, and was able to save and purchase a house um, three years ago. So um, that was something that that I saved for. And a key thing for me was having my savings in a different account so that I didn't feel like, oh, look at this, I have all this money, I'm going to spend it. Um, it. It's just kind of in a separate place and it's sitting there and it's continuing to grow. But three years ago, the interest rates um, in America were not what they are now. So right now you hear a lot of things in the news saying interest rates are really high. You might hear that it's maybe not a good time to get a mortgage or things like that. Um, it, that's kind of something that's a common sentiment you're hearing in the news. But one thing that you might not realize is that with savings, you're actually, it's almost like you're loaning the bank money instead of them loaning you the money. So they're going to pay you a higher interest rate in the current rate environment where rates are high. So you're going to earn money on that savings at a much higher rate than you would have three years ago in the different economic environment. So right now, in early 2023, a lot of banks have rates that are even over 4%. You might remember hearing maybe years ago that rates are, you know, 0.1% or something really low, but that's not always the case. And in the current environment, go shop around, see what rates are out there, because you might be really surprised by how much you can earn on your money, and it might be a lot more than what you're expecting. So that's the one good thing. I think I this just talking about to some people yesterday is one of the great things about rising interest rates is there's a better interest rate when it comes to saving our money. That's the upside as the rates are going up, like on the mortgage side and things like that. Also the savings rates going up. So we're able to make more money when it comes to putting money away in those savings accounts. What was, I mean, what, six months ago, a lot of people weren't putting their money into savings accounts. They were investing other places simply because the savings rate wasn't as great as it is right now when it comes to putting it in with a bank. Wouldn't you say so, Morgan? Absolutely. So that's a really big thing that we're seeing right now. Um, The markets are kind of scary, volatile. You're seeing all kinds of things in the news. And I know I personally, I don't invest as much in the market, um, but Sometimes I see things in the news and I say to myself, I'm really glad I didn't buy that stock or something. <laughs> you know, <laughs> or I didn't invest in crypto. Sorry, crypto fans. I'm really glad I didn't invest in crypto. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's one good thing about a savings account as you're giving a savings advice right now is maybe it always doesn't have the highest interest rate, but right now those interest rates are great and they're an awesome place for people to put their money. So when it comes to saving money? How should people save money if they can't predict their income? Do you have any advice for contractors? Like maybe one simple tip? Sure. 
So I would say that is a great use case for when you should have a savings account as opposed to an investment in something else that might go up or down. So um, if you're a contractor, you probably, um, depending on what your financial advisor has told you, you probably are expected to sit, set aside somewhere between somewhere between 20% and 40% of that income to save for taxes that you have to pay at the end of the year. So even if the stock market is really great and getting really good returns, you don't really want to put that money in something that could be reduced because then the end of the year comes and you have to pay your taxes. How are you going to pay your taxes if the stock market just went down 10%? Um, but with a savings account, that money is going to grow. So you're setting aside that money that you're going to use to pay your taxes, but you're also going to get that interest. And you can use that at the end of the year to buy yourself something fun instead of you know, just paying your taxes, you're paying your taxes and you're maybe getting yourself a new pair of shoes. That was, I, I love that. And I especially love how you just said, if you had invested that money in the stock market and the stock market went down, how are you going to pay your taxes? I hadn't even thought about that. And I personally am a contractor and things. And I was like, oh, well, it's really good. I didn't do that. Or I would have been in some serious trouble coming up here during tax time, not been able to pay my taxes because I lost all my money in crypto or in the stock market. So it is really good to always diversify and especially if you need it to be secure to put it into a savings account. What are some, is there a specific savings account people should get or just get a traditional savings account? What should people be looking for when it comes to opening up a savings account? Yeah, so um, a really common savings account that I think pays really well right now is called a high yield savings account. So that's the type to look for. Um, I'm pretty well versed in that because my company, Basque Bank, has a high yield savings account. That's the one that I was talking about earlier. Um, so you want to look for a high yield savings account and you want to look for a high APY. So the APY is a calculation of your rate with compounding interest. Um, you might have learned about that a long time ago, but a lot of people don't really put it into practice or kind of understand how it actually works in the real world. But every single day at Basque, we compound daily. So every single day, we add in whatever you earned in interest the prior day into your total balance. So then interest is recalculated the next day, but you earned interest that first day. So now you're getting more interest and it's compounding. So it's continuing to grow. So that's a great way to grow um, the amount of money that you have and earn you know, a little bit more interest than maybe even what you were expecting. If you deposit money into a high yield savings account, the next day that it has earned some interest. And the longer you keep it in there, the more that interest continues to compound. Um, there's another product too that I wanted to talk about that I think is, for some reason, it's not talked about very often. And I have even told my friends about it and sometimes they don't know much about it. Um, but it's called a CD. Um, which is not like the Backstreet Boys CD that you have um, <laughs> at your parents' house. I was just going to ask you about CDs, so I'm glad you're bringing them up. Um, but it stands for Certificate of Deposit. And so it's very, very similar to a savings account, but the difference is you put money in and you don't add money, you don't take money out until the end of a certain term that you agree to. But the upside is that rate stays the same. So if your investing philosophy is you think that right now, I really like the rate that the market's at right now, and I think it's going to go down. You might want to get a CD, and then you can maintain that rate for however long that CD is agreed to. It's kind of 
it's almost similar to like a savings bond that you might buy for your kid where, um, you know, you don't want to cash it out for a while, but it's not as long as a savings bond. You can get CDs for as short as like a few months. Um, but a lot of times you can get a higher rate and you can lock that rate in for a long period of time. So if rates go down before the end of your CD, your CD rate does not go down. You keep on earning that higher rate. So what are some, when it comes to a CD, is a CD better than a savings account? Well, they're different. Sometimes, depending on what happens with the market, sometimes the, um, the rate on a CD might be lower, might be higher. It really depends on looking at the individual um, account and the individual details. So I wouldn't say that one is better. It's just a little bit different. For, with a, um, so with a CD, because your money is locked in, you don't want to take your money out early. It might have some fees or something associated if you were to take your money out early. So if there's money that you know you're going to use or you're kind of saving for a down payment on a house and you don't know when you're going to find that perfect house, I would not recommend a CD for that type of situation if you might need to take your money out tomorrow. With a savings account, you can take your money out tomorrow. With a CD, you're agreeing to a certain term. But that's a great option for if you just kind of have a chunk of money that you know you're not going to use for something, um, you don't really have immediate plans, um, you don't want to kind of get tempted to spend it, you just want to lock it away somewhere, be sure that it's safe, be sure that it's going to earn a rate for this number of months or years that you want the CD for, then that turns into, you know, at the end, at the end of the CD term, you take your money back out and it has earned this really great interest rate. So the money that you're taking out is more than what you put in. I think that's great advice. I always wondered about the difference between the savings and the CDs. I think a lot of people do. They, they're they like, which one should I do right now? I've had a lot of people ask me, my own dad, different people. They're like, where should I put my money right now? And after listening to you, it seems like, okay, if I don't need the money, put it in the CD. If I need, might need the money, put it in a savings account or do both. Yeah, you can absolutely do both. And a lot of people do do both. Maybe you know that, you know, for example, you mentioned that you're a contractor and so you're saving your money for taxes at the end of the year. Maybe you know that you want to make sure that that tax money is available to you at the time um, and you want to be able to continue to contribute to that over the course of the year. So maybe that money doesn't go into a CD. But maybe you also saved for something a couple of years ago. So you have an extra $10,000 and you know you're not going to use that extra $10,000. You don't want to be tempted to use it. You could get a CD with that extra $10,000 and you might earn a higher rate on that depending on, you know, it's not a universal rule of thumb. You'd have to go in and look at the rates. But in many cases, you can earn a higher rate on that. Also, when it comes to choosing a savings account, I know there's a lot of different perks and things out there with different savings accounts. Are those a good idea? And what are some perks that maybe you heard of or you guys bank does that you think are really great for people right now when it comes to helping with their savings goals? Well, Jamie, I'm so glad that you asked that because actually Basque Bank has a product that I think is so cool. It's really one of a kind. I really believe in it. So you can earn, we have an account where you can earn airline miles with American Airlines instead of interest if you choose to. I don't know that I would say everyone should put all their money into only airline miles, but it's a really good option if you have some savings and you want to earn miles as well as as um, as interest in dollars. You can have both of those. Um, so, for example, if you put ten thousand dollars into a Basque mileage account, we previously talked about putting ten thousand dollars into an interest account. At the end of the year, you would have a lot of miles just for doing nothing. 
That's really different from a lot of the credit cards and could be a great complement to a lot of the credit cards that other guests on your show have talked about. You can earn miles from credit cards, but you have to spend that money in order to earn. And you might have to spend a lot of money in order to earn enough miles for a flight. With Basque, you just take your money, put it in that mileage savings account, and you earn American Airlines miles and you have they go directly into your American Airlines account. So for every dollar I save within that savings account, I get points. Is that how it works? American yes. Airlines points? At the rate that we have right now, it, say that you put that $10,000 in and left it there for a year. At the end of the year, you would have 20,000 miles. That's probably enough for a round-trip flight or almost enough for a round-trip flight. And you didn't have to spend any money to get that. And is that savings account, what, like, what's the savings rate on it? So or do you... How does it you work? Wouldn't, yeah, you wouldn't earn interest on that. So you can actually get both types of accounts. You can get the high yield savings account where you do earn interest. And then you could get the miles account where you earn miles. You can easily transfer your money between those different accounts. So you can kind of choose how you want to save. Um, if you if you want to have, like we talked about kind of having an emergency fund or having some savings built up so that you can use cash, say that you think you're going to have a reason to travel a miles account could be a really great option. So um, I personally had a family emergency last month and I had to buy a flight last minute. And the flight was over $2,000 just to buy the flight or it was 45,000 miles. So that's you know a really good savings. And I was really happy that I had some miles saved up so that I was able to just use those. I didn't have to worry about finding over $2,000 to spend for that flight. I just was able to use the miles. So you know, having an, I wouldn't discount the idea of having an emergency fund in miles too, if you just have that reason you need to travel unexpectedly. Or you can use it to take a fun vacation for yourself too. Yeah, because you know, that's true. You never know when something might come up and you need to take a flight or you have to go see family, if it be death or people get injured or something. And flights are not cheap last minute. And so having those miles are a great would you say buffer to have there yeah, in those situations? Yeah, I think it's great. It's a great alternate way to pay, and you can really get a lot of value out of those miles. Um, I, I know you talked about other perks that are offered. So other things that I've seen, too, are like bonuses for referring a friend, maybe um, discounts to certain experiences that have partnerships with a bank if it's in the local area, maybe having social events or things. But we're always looking for new ways to reward you, so... Um, you know, I think the miles account is a really great perk that we offer. So one thing people need to be do. So listeners, if you're wondering what you should do when it comes to getting a savings account, shop around, find which one's best for you. If you're looking at your rate shopper, find the best rate. If you are a person that's looking for maybe more perks and rewards, check out all the banks and see which one's the best fit. And if you're wanting American Airline miles, go to Basque Bank, right, Morgan? Absolutely. So, so that's what I was, sounds. And that's an awesome deal that you guys are doing. And, you know, Morgan, I always ask people what Live Richer means to them. And I was wondering with you having over 15 years in the finance space, um, what does it mean to you? I mean, what does that word Live Richer mean? Yeah, I think it would be having the freedom to make your money work for you to use it when you need it, but also making sure that it's safe and waiting for you when you don't need it. So not worrying about where it comes from, um, where you're going to get your next dollar, but you're, you're confident in where it is, you're confident in its security, and you still have that time and capacity to enjoy life. I really like that. 
Morgan, I think that's some great advice there. And, you know, you've been in the banking space, so I'm sure people have asked you tons of questions and things because they're like, oh, well, Morgan works at a bank. Morgan works at a bank. <laughs> yep. Did do you ever give anyone advice and it had a positive outcome for them? Can you think of anything where maybe you gave somebody some money advice? Because I'm sure a lot of people have asked and I know this is kind of last minute, but I was like, I wonder if she has a good story that she could share. Yes, actually. So I recently had a friend get married. Um, she didn't have a savings account. And I told her, open up the savings account. It's a great time. Um, everything for a wedding is pretty expensive. So um, she opened up a savings account and she was able to earn some interest on money that she had already saved up for that wedding. And with weddings, you don't pay a lot of the bills until kind of after the fact or really close in. So you might pay a deposit, but then you pay the rest when it's a couple of weeks leading up to your wedding. So after she had had some stuff sitting in, a, in the savings account for um, months while we were waiting for the invoices to be ready, she continued to earn interest. She was able to spend a little extra on herself to make that wedding a little more special, make the honeymoon a little more special. Um, so that's just an example of having some extra money um, that just comes out of basically just opening the savings account and putting your money in. Yeah, I never really thought about that just for maybe something you're wanting to do and it's like a year out. Yeah. And putting the money in it. Exactly. Exactly. If there's something that you know is coming up, you know you're saving for it. I feel like a really good piece of advice that I would give to everyone, just open a savings account and put the money in there. It's better than having it in your checking or having it in some types of accounts where it might not be earning interest. Just put your money in there, you know, and you'll see some rewards. And once you start to see those rewards, you can look at your account and you can say, wow, I just earned $100. I didn't do anything for that. I just earned that money. You know, it's really, really motivating and it's really exciting and it makes you want to keep going. Yeah, and I think that's the whole thing. People need rewards in order to keep going. I think that's just in general. And I think the last couple of years we haven't had those rewards because interest rates have been so low, but now is actually the time to get in there and to save and to earn those rewards. And just thank you so much for coming on, Morgan, and talking and giving us tips on how to save, teaching us about CDs and APYs and just how we can save and for our everyday goals from emergency funds to weddings, like you just said. And I just want to remind everyone to they go about their day and go about their life to live richer. And I'll talk to you next time. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Before you go, we'd love for you to subscribe to our show to catch all of our updates. Also, we want to hear from you. What are your burning questions about money and how to live your best life? Reach us at livericherpod at gobankingrates.com. You've worked hard for your savings. It's time your savings starts working harder for you. With Millie Bank, you can do just that. When you open a savings account or jars, you'll earn Millie's highly competitive annual percentage yield. But that's not all. Millie believes banking shouldn't cost you a thing. That's why Millie offers complete peace of mind with no fees, no minimums, and is member FDIC insured. It's all part of Millie's mission to help you save more for the things that matter most. So why wait? Download the Millie Bank app today.